Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. So, uh, so here right. we are. Happy Friday. Welcome to our Mortgage Video Mastermind. And we were super surprised this morning to uh, be honored with some very special guests. So I, we were kind of wondering what we're going to talk about today. Now, I think this could probably go on for a couple hours. Not a problem <laughs> at all. So, uh, so my name is Ginger Bell. Scott, I'm going to let you go ahead and take it over from there. And then Carl, you can round it out with uh, your wonderful group there. Sure, Scott Shang, uh, founder of, uh, I'm a, a partner in a mortgage brokerage in California, Bywise Mortgage, and uh, founder of findmywayhome.com, a website that connects uh, consumers with mortgage professionals. Good for you, brother. So I'm Carl White from the uh, Pinellas County Probation Office. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously making your rounds. <laughs> and a uh, very dear friend of mine uh, and partner in with the, uh, with the mortgage market analyst, Steve Kyles. And uh, the man that needs no introduction, the godfather of video marketing, <laughs> Frank Gray. Great to be here. Awesome. So where are you guys at right now? I mean, you could be West Coast, you could be East Coast, you could be Mid Coast. Where, where are you my, actually at? We're in my kitchen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Palm, Very good. Right. Palm, Palm Harbor, Florida, Florida, here in the Florida. secret the secret headquarters of the uh, <laughs> of, of, of the gang over here. So it's nice out here, I tell you. Really nice. It is nice uh, out here. Very nice. You have to go through the moat. Other than that, it's... Uh, <laughs> That, you got to get past the moon. Kill a couple alligators on the way. You're probably oh, yeah. okay, right? You don't have to wrestle anything. So, yeah, you know so what? I, I'm going to actually ask Frank to talk for a little bit because, Frank, um, you, I, I call you the godfather of video. You're the one that really started out doing video back with Think Big, Work Small. And yeah. uh, at the time, I mean, you can tell your story, but I love your story because you were just really looking for a way to connect with your LOs. And being yeah. able to do that was video. And you honestly did that every day. And, and I remember you telling me the story that you'd be like knocking on the screen, you know, hey, hey, yeah, are you there? You know, getting them to listen. And then things went from there. So, um, so really, it, you know, the reason we started this group is just to have conversations about videos. So, you know, tell us about, and you've been doing it for a long time, you know, how you started out and, and kind of what you saw as far as the opportunity of videos in your business. Sure. Yeah, no problem. So yeah, it was the crash, right? So the, 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 it was the 2007 crash. I remember the first video I did. I remember the day. It was July 2nd, 2007. Uh, and the, the reason that I did it was because as the crash was starting to come upon us, right, and loans were becoming scarce and, you know, the implodometer and all these things were starting to happen. So I had at that time, uh, I was running a pretty large mortgage branch. I had about 60 guys working for me. And, and so they were great originators, uh, but they weren't necessarily that good at going out and getting loans because they didn't need to. Because back then, right, remember before the big crash, it was like loans were falling out of the sky. Remember, you right. go get your, you'll get your Starbucks coffee the bucket, and you yeah. can fill out a loan application with the barista while you were there, remember? <laughs> and like so, the last 12 months. Yeah, you know, so, uh, but I was like, well, hi, at that time, I was already 20 years in the business or whatever. So I was like, well, you know, I know how to get deals in tough markets. So I thought I got to coach my people. And so I tried 
back then, webinars were kind of new too. It was, mm -hmm. it was WebEx was kind of the only one that was doing it, I remember. Yeah. They were difficult. But anyway, so <laughs> somebody turned me in my office, said, hey, try a webinar. Because I tried sales meetings. At first, I just tried sales. Physical, let's get together and have sales meetings. The funny thing about physical sales meetings is, is the only people that show up are the people that don't need it, right? The people that were like, yeah, I'm still kicking ass. And what do you got for me? You know right. what I mean? The guys that really needed it. You know, I couldn't get them there. So anyway, long and short of it, somebody suggested a webinar. I tried that. Better attendance, but still not everyone. But when I was doing the webinar, um, there was a, you could have a webcam, right? That where they could see you, right? So and I saw that and I thought, well, I'll get the webcam so they can at least see me because I felt like I didn't have the engagement because I couldn't see them, right? right? So I got the webcam, then I did another webinar or two with the webcam and they did like it better. You know, the, my loan officer was like, yeah, that's better, you know, we can see it. But then I, when I installed it, I remember it was a Logitech webcam and, and they had the little icons like you could record a video and email. I was like, no way. <laughs> so, so I was like, I, I recorded this video and it was me and my brother, Patrick, he was working yeah. for me at the time. And, you know, I'm a musician. And I, one of the things I play is a jaw harp. You know, <laughs> I can actually play it. I just don't go doing, doing, you know. I know I, I'm, I, okay. I've, I've seen you so, play that. Yeah. So, you know, so I said, okay, Pat. I said, look, I, so I started playing a jaw harp. Pat was standing behind me and we had pre-written down a bunch of stuff on paper. And I'm like singing a song. I'm like, ain't got no idea. I'm stopping my feet. And Patrick is behind me flipping pieces of paper saying, get off your ass, do something, pick up the phone. It was just a stupid little video. It's probably out there on YouTube somewhere. We're going to have to find it. It probably lasted about 30, 40 seconds or whatever. And so <laughs> I emailed it to the, my, my mortgage, the guy that ran our brokerage, and he just thought it was great because, you know, his entire company of 1,400 loan officers now was starting to like, Rah! so he emails it as an attachment. The 1400 people completely crashed their servers because it was too big of a file and just like wiped out their their servers but that was the <laughs> that was the first one i i ever did and then after i did that though because we had such a good response my brother younger than me said we got to put it on youtube you know like what is that and you know this is before youtube was even bought by google mm -hmm. right. and uh so we kind of just started that and i told my business partner at the time leo i said you know what i can do this every day i think i'm just going to do this every day and he's like you're nuts there's no way but every day i would drive into work just thinking, what is it today? You know, I got to think of something today. And I always wanted to give them, I, but here's the thing that, that I think is a good takeaway from this is, because I think we've stuck true to this, is I always tried to involve humor. Mm -hmm. We always wanted to have humor in some way, shape or form, humor. And even today, if you look at the National Real Estate Post shows, with the editing that we have, there's typically always some kind of humor in the, in the show. And so that's, we, we stayed true to that. And I think that's been a big part of, you know, well, what's worked for us. I would almost argue you stay true to yourself because, you, you know, humor is a good vehicle if you're a humorous person, <laughs> but yeah. trying to be funny doesn't always come across, but you are genuine. You're the same yeah. person in person as you are on video. Yeah. It's like there, there really is no difference. And I think uh, that's important. You're right. There's, there's not. But I don't know if I answered your question, Ginger, because I started going off. Yeah, you did. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's a lot of it. So first of well, all, yeah. Getting started with it, finding that humor, being authentic to yourself and, and letting people see that. I think people don't want to do video. Number one, they don't like how they look. So, and then number two, they're not true to who they are. 
So they try to be someone else. And so being authentic to who you are is very true. The other thing that you did, and I know when you started um, really building what you had, you brought in that humor into things that were tough topics. And at the time with the crash and obviously what happened with the appraisals, and I think that really launched a lot of things for you too, as far as being able to do that, you took on um, some tough subjects, really, when you, you started really having the videos and doing them regularly, and you weren't afraid to do that. And I know you got a lot of controversy over that too, right? Yeah, well, the, in fact, that's why we had to separate from the mortgage company uh, that was kind of helping us with all of that. Uh, because, you know, me and Brian were, you know, kicking the CFPB and the NADs and, you know, all the time and just really just poking at, you know, whatever we could poke at. Right. And they were the broker owners of the company were like, you know, man, maybe we don't really want you guys. To, you, know, <laughs> you know, you guys need to go out on your own there. Cause we're looking at us over here. You know what I mean? So they shoot us away. Yeah. And they, when they did, they shoot us away with not a lot. We didn't have a lot, man. And, and we had to kind of, you know, Figure it out. We had to make it work. Yeah, with 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 what we had, and we did. So that was cool. Yeah. So, Ginger, I wanted to I wanted to kind of ask Frankie before we went live. We were talking about this, and I was I was saying the the first really big video focused event um, was we all got together in Dallas in late two thousand and ten. And I still remember Frank kind of laying out this hyper-local strategy for using video and going out and interviewing the mayor and local politicians and small businesses and things like that. Frank, this was, gosh, what, 11 years ago now? Over 10 years ago now. What are, have you changed anything or what do you see that's different that we were talking about 10 years ago um, that we're talking about video today because it's kind of a spoiler alert. I really don't think there's that much difference. I, I think the equipment is much better. And I think that the processing, the produ the production software is a little bit easier to use than it was 10 years ago. But as far as strategy and what you see working, um, what, what, what's the difference between 10 years ago and today? You know, if you're an originator, I, you know, I, I you know, or a, a real estate agent, a salesperson, you know, and you're trying to use video to you know, have people pay attention to you so that you can eventually, you know, engage with them on a, on a sales level. I, I think it all stays, stays, stays true. I've always said it's value in entertainment or enrichment, right? It's something that they can use, um, you know, entertainment or enrichment. I remember one of Carl's best videos that he did. Me and Carl actually jumped into video at the same time. This is like, we were doing it and so was Carl and we were crossing paths a lot way back in the day. And one of your best, one of your funniest ones I remember way back in the day, cause you used humor a lot too. He used humor a lot too, was where, I don't remember what the subject matter was, but Tammy was in it, it was in the office. And she said something like, Carl, this is happening this fast. You're like, oh, oh, like clutch your heart and you fall on the, on the desk. You're like, oh, you gotta be kidding me, what the heck is going on? You know, and it was just hysterical, you know? So that's humor, right? You know, and Carl's always used that too. But the value piece, you know, um, is, is, is important. So what's value, you know? And one of my favorite ones was uh, that we always taught was uh, if you go to Yelp, right, you can see local events, right? 
in your area. And now with COVID, it's loosening up. It's going to be a lot better. But pre-COVID and all that, so many people don't realize what's going on in their area that's really cool stuff. Like super neat things are happening all around them. And they have no idea. Because coming up with something to say is the difficult, right? What do I talk about, right? right. So, hey, man, just go to yell. What's going on in your area, right? Funny story. Me and Brian did this. We were explaining this. And we went on Yelp. And in San Francisco, are you guys familiar with the Lombard Street? It's this brick yeah, road yeah. That, that's really long. It's just a zigzagging, crazy brick road. Well, we found a BYOBW uh, event. We're like, what? It was bring your own big wheel. Now, I remember the big wheel tricycles. Right? <laughs> so on Easter, every year, they probably still do it. On Easter, every year in San Francisco, yeah. you can register and you show up with like your red flyer wagon or a tricycle or a big wheel and a football helmet and they race down Lombard oh, Street. Uh, it's hilarious, yeah. right? So, you know, now you see, see how we're laughing at this right now? Yeah. Okay, so, you know, when you do a video as a salesperson, you go, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a BYOBW event where you go down Lombard Street on a big wheel. I am not lying. You know what I mean? And then, then you just put the link down below or above, or, you know, here's the link to the event. If you're interested, I thought it'd be cool. Just let you know, oh, by the way, I do mortgages. If you need help with that, rates are great. Let me know. Right. So that, so that type of a thing. And then there's just enrichment, which can be, you know, just heartwarming things. It, Carl is always so good about letting us know what's going on with his kids. His daughter happens to be here today, who's a, a medical doctor now, you know, and we've kind of went on that journey with Carl a little bit over the years. You've yeah. done that, right? Mm -hmm. And we've all know this, <laughs> yeah. you know, but that's enrichment, right? So when we see Carl, I remember the video he did where he sent her off to college, right? You know, I got to admit, even when I'm saying it, I'm kind of getting a little choked up because I, it was a tearjerker yeah. kind of a video, you know what I mean? But that you know, that's stuck, that's the kind of stuff that sticks with you. So that would be what we call an enrichment, you know, an enrichment type of a video. So it's kind of, you know, value, entertainment, if you can say something funny or, you know, sometimes even if you're not funny and you try to be funny, that is funny, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then whatever, value, entertainment and enrichment. I, I found that those three things are typically the things that still reign true today to answer your question, Scott. I think it's none of that changes. I think that's all the same stuff. Um, and, but you know, the most important part is your call to action at the end and don't forget, <laughs> I do mortgages. <laughs> so where do you see, where do you see the best opportunity as far as video placement these days? Because obviously YouTube mm. is, you know, YouTube is great. There's so many different social media platforms. There's bomb bomb and we have more options now. Yeah. So what are you seeing that's working the best? I, you know, I don't know if I could say it's the best, but the easiest is certainly still, in my opinion, Facebook. You know what I mean? It's just so simple um, to, use to, to go live or do something is so easy, right. you know, and, and I would, especially if anybody's kind of dipping their toe in the water, you know what I mean? That would be for sure. I would say start. Would, would you agree? I, 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 our demographics of, of people that are buying houses, that's where they are, you know, and I get it all the. And I say kids, uh, <laughs> which these days is anybody under 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're but, out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've, uh, I've, uh, so we, we play in some of the different platforms, Ginger and uh, oh. Facebook. We get more traffic in Facebook than all the others combined. Okay. Uh, and, including when we do. Now, it's not saying, well, do you not do those? We'll, we'll, we'll find a way if possible 
that you can do video in one platform and move it over into the others and, re yeah, and repurpose it. And yeah. I think it depends on, you know, what the video is. Like we've been playing around with the different platforms for some of our clients. And like, we've got a guy in Beverly Hills that's doing great on Instagram and Instagram stories. And then um, another gal that does a lot of reno that um, we're doing short little TikTok videos with yeah. reno. So, you know, I think it's a matter of identifying too. Um, and then we had Kyle on Seagraves who has had great results with, you know, doing YouTube and getting a lot of leads off of that. So I think you're right, Carl, it's like find one but you can repurpose it too. So if you're doing a long video that you're going to put onto YouTube, that's maybe going to have a little more, you know, content in it. You can pull a little, you can Gary V it, right? And pull some content out and put it someplace else. Yeah. Well, then if you change the copy, you can use the video on both platforms. So you can transcribe it and just change it up a little bit. I still think YouTube is the gold standard. It's the number one search engine for anyone under 35 or 35 and younger. And that's that huge wave of millennials. That's kind of that crest of that first time home buyer wave that are coming in. But it's a, it's a, it's a complex platform. It's difficult to understand. Um, it takes a lot of work. There's a lot of moving parts to it. You can't just post a YouTube video and the world sees it. It, it actually takes yeah. some effort. But I completely agree with with Carl. Facebook has made it so simple uh, to to get up there and get exposure that that's a great place to start. And you can download it from your Facebook Live or from your Facebook. If you're doing a Facebook Live, you can download that and then put it up on other platforms and repurpose it. But repurposing is... Uh, is, is a strong strategy. I always tell people I'm so lazy. I like to do it once and then <laughs> peel out the audio, pull out the text, modify the text a couple different ways, use the video on a few different platforms, do it once. How many times can you use it? Well, and you do that really well too, uh, especially for your website. And I know you write all the con you've been writing blogs for a long time and yeah. taking that video, peeling that out and putting that transcription along with the video and then leveraging it that way. So you do a great job with that, Scott. Hey, Ginger, I got a question for you. So what, what, what's your thoughts? So I'm a loan officer, I'm watching, I've been watching you for quite some time on, on how to do videos, got great content, but show me what to do. So I'm getting ready to go do my first set of videos. Where do I do them? Do I do them in my office, like sitting at our chair, like we all kind of are today? Do I do it in my, in, in my kitchen? Do I do it in my front yard? Do I do it at the city park? Do I get in front of a green screen? Where, where do I go? You know, great question. There's honestly, I don't think there's a right or wrong. There's two, two things you have to have. So first of all, you have to have good audio. So they have to be able to hear you. And the second thing you have to have is good lighting. Other than that, I think mixing it up is fine. And one thing I think COVID has done is making it okay for you not to have the perfect setting for video. In fact, it's almost to the point where it's like less produced is better and they see you as that real person. Now that's not to say, I mean, we just finished a documentary, two documentaries for a couple of clients that I'm super excited about that turned out great. So, I mean, it's good to have those kind of things too, but you don't have to do that all the time. You know, you can just grab your phone and do videos. 
Um, you know, where I'm sitting in my office. I have a studio at home that I can go shoot video in. I have a videographer that can come over. But I think it's just a matter of just do it. I mean, that's the number one thing. It's like, just do it. Make sure they can hear you. Make sure they can see you. And just get started doing it. It doesn't have to be long. And it can be silly, like to your point, Frank, as far as getting their attention. Um, but I think also, I mean, I'm an educator, so I really believe in let's provide some value. Let's get some education out there. Because at the end of the day, that's what the millennials and the next gen that's coming into home buying they have questions. They want to know what is MI. They want to know, you know, how do I beat a cash offer? Because there's a lot of challenges that they have. So it's not just about entertaining them. We do need to provide them with that information. And we have seen that. That's honestly what a lot of the shares. It's like, you know, Andrew Vieira, who we had on, and he specializes in BA down in your area, Frank. And, you know, he started doing videos talking about BA. And you know, things that were coming out. And what's so cool is like, we'll post that on Facebook and he'll have big groups like, you know, the National Guard is sharing those videos. It's like, hey, here's an update. Thought you should know. They would never share written text. And like, if you posted something on, you know, first of all, they wouldn't read it. Second of all, they wouldn't share it. But when you put a video out there, they share it. So I think that's the number one thing. So, and I mean, to answer your question, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think it's a matter of getting started. Just do it. Yeah. Yep. I like the way you say, you know, about, you know, the educating and marketing. Seems like there ought to be something called, I don't know, like edu marketing or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, a video book. What's the a video book of some yeah, sort? Right. <laughs> that domain Somebody name. needs to grab that domain. I like that. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You know that I think we need to start another video conference. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like you're talking about that in Dallas. It's like I think we need to put something together again. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. That was interesting. You know, I I I think it's another thing that's important, and I think it's coming out in this conversation is that video isn't all about selling. What you're doing is you're bridging that trust gap mm -hmm. between typing in something into a Google search bar and talking to a human being. And you don't always have to answer their specific question. And that's why I think different types of formats. I mean, think about all of the on-demand, uh, some of the on-demand TV shows, like the really popular ones, like maybe Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. They all have this they broadcast the behind the scenes stuff, mm. right? The cutout stuff, the, the, the real human beings, the actors talking about what their character is doing. And all of this just sort of builds this big thing of trust where you feel like you're part of this, this group. So like Frank talking about, you know, finding those cool things on Yelp and talking about that. People aren't actually, at, people aren't always going, consumers aren't going to find the exact answer. They're not always gonna find the exact answer to their questions, but they're going to see that you're a person that's out there answering questions and you possess a, a vast amount of knowledge about all of these things and you're, you're earning their trust. I mean, the great thing about video is by the time you hear from them, they literally already feel like they know you. They're yeah. like, it, it's not, hey, could you give me a quote? It's, I've watched three hours of your stuff and you seem like a cool person. You know, do you mind talking to me about this thing that you seem to be an expert in? Yeah. Yep, absolutely.
So yeah, a conference is uh, definitely in order, uh, Miss Ginger. <laughs> I, I wonder if uh, who's been talking about that for the last three months, trying to figure out how we're going to put that together. Yeah. <laughs> was that you? Was that you? Was that you? Yeah. Through COVID and video, though, I, and I'm sure you guys saw it too. It's like COVID really got so many people okay with video yeah. because of this, because of Zoom, right? Everybody kind of just got okay with it, and so and I find it pretty cool because now I can't tell you how many mortgage and real estate people are doing some sort of a show now you know like on facebook or whatever you know and they've got the cool microphones you know and the cool <laughs> backgrounds you know and they're just like it really did i think help break down a lot of barriers yeah. to at least dip in your tone of video because so many people are doing this now at least having conversations with other people it's like i could do this you know yeah i think it helped a lot well, and the idea of the shows too, and, and this is the thing, you know, if you don't want to do a video by yourself, if you are having a hard time coming up with conversations that you're going to, if you don't feel comfortable, it's like talking to a camera for however long. Doing a show, Frank, just like you said, is a great way to do it because, you know, you don't have to have a PowerPoint. You don't have to be, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? You right. can do just like what we're doing and have a dialogue. And honestly, that's why I started this because it's like, you guys, let's start talking about video. And let's just have a conversation about it because once we start it, then it's going to, you know, help people to be able to do it more. And I mean, Scott and I, sometimes we'll be like, what are we going to do? Talk about this time. It's like, I don't know. We were honestly talking about it. And then boom, you guys popped on. It's like, oh man, we got this. <laughs> Not a problem. So, um, so yeah, it's absolutely fabulous. So we're trying to keep these at, um, we started out with just 15 minutes. It's like, hey, let's just do a quick 15 minutes, give some tips. Um, so I'm so grateful for you guys to join in. And so good to see you. What a, a nice treat. Um, and so, you know, just let's leave. We've got a couple minutes. So if you guys can just leave, you know, three tips for somebody who is fearful about getting started. You know, what are three things that they need to do? Like, this weekend say you know what get over yourself here's the three things that you can do to get started on video i'll i'll, I'll start I'll, I'll say a good thing a good thing to, to just start practicing right now would be don't even worry about the camera just practice figuring out what you're going to talk about right think about value entertainment enrichment think about those things and, and i'm going to say this too because you brought up, sometimes we do have to talk about the business, right? So if, if you were going to do three videos a week, well, you know, two of them, maybe you do value entertainment, but always with the call to action, hey, I do mortgages, don't forget. There's always that. But then one of them just do purely self-serving, you know, these were rates are today or whatever, or whatever you want to do, right? But with respect to um, figuring out what I want to talk about is really start trying to explore that kind of first. So I, it's like, you know, take my Yelp idea, for example, jump on Yelp today. You yeah. know what I mean? Explore that a little bit. Understand that, you know, um, pretty, uh, um, uh, Ginger, you and I from the old days and I, you brought it up at NAMM was the video sandwich idea, right? Was mm -hmm. the old days of finding something funny. If you're not funny, maybe there is something funny that you can just put yourself at the beginning and the end of it. You know what I mean? And, and push that out, you know, humor, but just start I'd say the first things first is start thinking about what can I talk, what's my, what's my thing, you know, that I can 
kind of talk about that I feel comfortable with that I think I can find content. I could come up with content for this pretty easy. And, and some of those things are, can be just things that you really like to do. Uh, years and years and years ago, me and Brian talked to this gal who had a, a video blog and she was a real estate agent in Hawaii, but she was a triathlete, right? This was her, her life was, that's what it was. So she usually always talked about that. Well, she had no problem coming up with content for it because it was who she was, right? you know? Um, so for some of us out there, we may have certain passions or certain, you know, hobbies or, or things that we are already really good at or really, we have no problem talking about it. I remember Gary V, uh, when he, his first book, uh, Crush It, wasn't it Crush It? Uh-huh. And uh, he said, he was, he was talking in there, he goes, look, man, just find something. It's like, maybe you're just really into ketchup. You know what I mean? Right. And like, you just start talking about ketchup, believe me, there's a million other people in the world that are totally into ketchup too. You know what I mean? And they'll figure that out and they'll find you. You know what I mean? And next thing you know, you're having a great ketchup conversation with all these people. But, you know, just try to, I guess my tip is with respect to content, start thinking about that now. Start thinking about that first. Something that you know that you can go to, like a, a go-to thing that I'm really comfortable with talking about, you know, that other people might be interested in. Or go look at the, go look at Yelp. See, oh, I understand that. I can see how I can do this now. You know, something like, something like that. Start with figuring out your content. You know what I mean? Like what you can talk about. So you don't find yourself. I think a big reason that people don't do it, they don't know what to say. Right. Right. First things first, I don't know what I'm going to say, you know, and every video can't be interest rates are low. You know, you just can't do that every time, you know, you could, maybe it'll work great, but I think we're talking about becoming sticky with people. You know what I mean? And if I'm not buying a house right now or if I already refied six months ago, I couldn't care less what interest rates are today. You know what I mean? Right. But I still want to, still want to be able to communicate with that person. That makes sense. Yep. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyone else? No, nope. I, I think, I think, uh, you know, anytime I do something, I always think what's the end result that I'm looking for here. Mm. And so when I map out any activity, not just video, but any activity, I go, what's the desired effect? And then I reverse engineer it from that point. So when Frank and I both started doing videos, uh, you know, separately, but both started doing them, I know, uh, and we talked in the early days, that was a point like, what's the desired effect that we're looking from this? And, and fr from the aspect that you were making a, a living doing nothing but that, and then I was tied in doing that to doing mortgages also. And so my desired effect was somebody to buy a mortgage from me or, or to be my client. That was my desired effect. And so when doing the videos, uh, you know, I did things like what's in your book, uh, Ginger, uh, your, uh, uh, your, your book on, on, on content for video marketing is I did things like that and, and using content like we're talking about. But I think, uh, you know, and we've said that you've got to have a call to action in there. Mm -hmm. And the call to action doesn't have to be weird. Like some people think, yeah, I don't want to be salesy or anything like that. Look, you're, if, if you're there to help people, call to action is like 15 seconds, you know, like right. you, you insert in video and then at the end of the video, hey, if you're looking to buy, sell or refinance, that's what I help people do. I, I write mortgages. I'd like to help you too. My name's Carl White. Uh, I'll talk to you when you call back, call in and I'll see you next week right here on Frank's video minute. Perfect. Done. Yep. Done. Perfect. And so like a two minute video, 15 second call to action and it's totally cool. We watch TV every day. Every day we watch ads. And we don't watch that ad going, I can't believe Snickers came in and told me it was a great candy bar. The nerve of those guys. That was so salesy and cheesy. I'll, I'll, I'll never watch uh, American Idol again. Right. right. 
it's, it's just all crap in our head that's totally not true. So. Yeah. Well, and, and you used a key word, and that's help. And I think when you put that in, and especially in your call to action at the end of the video, then first of all, it's making you feel like you're not, hey, I'm not out here selling you anything, talking about rates. But that truly is what you're doing. You are there to help. So if there's yeah. anything I can help with. So, and you do that so naturally, Carl, that you don't even think about it. But I think that's a lot of the key too. People hear that. It's because I hang out with people like you, Ginger. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you boys, good to see you. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, what a nice treat. I wish I was there with you. Um, but I'm actually on my way to Hawaii. So negative COVID tests. Oh. heading out in the morning so uh i'll be you know some video so from the, the problem hanging out with people i start feeling pretty good at my, myself right and then i talk with her and where she's going and what her life is like and it's like reality sets i got nothing right? Oh, yeah right <laughs> i think you're in a pretty good place right there in florida <laughs> yes to be a fly on that wall right now <laughs> exactly. i just gotta point out my shirt that's his mastermind shirt it's my it's my brainstorming shirt what do you guys i think? love it I yeah. like it. Yes, it, it, it's very geographically appropriate as well. Yes. It's, it's got surfers too, Ginger, so it's like, you know, the Hawaii thing a little <laughs> Let's bit. Let's go surfing now, everybody's <laughs> learning how. <laughs> well, I love it. Stay on a video, Ginger, that's what you should do. That's what I can do. Oh my Submit God. Submit that to American Idol. That would be the entertainment or the humor. That but. would be. <laughs> so the funniest video I ever did, Frank, was for summer camp. The first year that camp did summer camp, and that was the term. And I was teaching continuing education back in the day. I think that was 2008 when the NMLS, we had to do all that stuff the first year. And so I honestly put on my, and my son's an Eagle Scout, so I'm an Eagle Scout mom, and I put on my Scout shirt, I had like a pith hat, and I recorded a video about coming to summer camp, and I mean, we had the funniest things, and I had so many people respond to that, it's like, I can't believe you did that, it's like, we have too much boring shit out there, you know, <laughs> and continuing education is boring anyway, so it's like, let's make it entertaining, so... I am a hundred percent on board with you. It's like don't don't take yourself too seriously, guys. Have some fun with it. It's, it's just, people remember that. So you boys have fun, Scott. Thanks so much. Hey guys, um, we'll see you soon. We will see you soon.